Hey guys, I'm Darren. And I'm Pam. And welcome back to Head, Head and Heart 1313. 13. Hey, I said it with you this time. You did. Yes. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, how are you doing today? I am good. How about yourself, my love? I'm doing good. Awesome. Today has been a good day so far. Mm -hmm. And so I'm very excited to be recording with you again. Yeah, absolutely. It's always fun. It is always enjoy it. fun. It's not just for you guys. It's for us, too. We love it. <laughs> we do. Um, I do want to say thank you to all of the listeners that have been following us throughout this time. Or if you're joining us for the very first time, um, if you find value in this podcast, yes. we ask that you rate, review, and share with someone today. Mm -hmm. uh, we would really appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, today, guys, we are taking our break uh, with the names of God, mm -hmm. and we're going back behind the pen. Yes, yes, yes. Behind the pen. So um, we've only done one of these so mm -hmm. far, but I just want to let anyone know who didn't catch the first behind the pen, what we're doing is we're taking... Um, different articles from the blog yes. from our our blog and we are just speaking about what our thoughts were was and like what our hearts you know were behind yes. um what we wrote yeah what we were thinking while yeah. we were pinning said article or blog yes hence <laughs> the name behind yeah, the pen i still like that it's cool <laughs> <laughs> um today we're discussing one that my husband wrote um, how to support your spouse through heartbreak. Yes, yes, yes. This one was a near and dear to me because we all know that times come where, you know, heartache comes or just tough times come. And it can be difficult um, to walk with your spouse through these times. So, you know, when we came up with this as a potential topic to write on, I was I took the challenge and I was just, just like, God, you know, what do I normally do and how do you want us to do it? Are you okay with how I'm normally doing it now? And is it in an effective way to walk things through with our spouse? So uh, even while writing it, I believe God was speaking to me and also teaching me things as well. So it's not just uh, my personal opinion per se when I wrote the article, but it was also what I believe God was giving me on yes. how to handle the situations when they come like that. So. That's really good. Mm -hmm. That's really good. I think we're going to go through like just some of the things that we wrote in the article. Mm -hmm. I think it's what what I want to do is just share and give like a quick background because you may hear us reference these things. So I just kind of want to let you know, both of us have shared in loss mm -hmm. um, uh, separately. Uh, well, I, I did it before oh. we got engaged and married you know i lost my grandfather and everything like that mm -hmm. so um and then once we got married we both experienced loss together uh our parents my uh darren lost his mom mm -hmm. and just recently i'm coming up on the second uh it's now been two years since i lost my father mm -hmm. so We've both had to walk each other through this. And so you may hear us reference this in, in that, but I just wanted to like give you a quick background on that. So one of the things, Darren, that you wrote was about prayer. And now you wrote about it twice. Can you yeah. just talk to me about, talk to us about mm -hmm. that prayer? So it was two different types of prayer. Um, the first part is, 
again, like we mentioned, it's hard sometimes to walk with your spouse through times of heartbreak. So I think the first thing type of prayer you have to do is you kind of have to pray for yourself. And what I mean by that is pray that God will give you discernment uh, yeah. how to address the situation, yeah. how to approach your spouse in a way where it's going to be effective as well and not um, be hurtful yeah. or go the other direction that you're not trying to go. Because we know sometimes you can approach it and it may seem insensitive or anything of that nature. So just pray for discernment of how God wants you to handle it and just also recognize <laughs> that that God cares about what's going on with your spouse before they were your husband or before they were your wife they were God's children's children first and he cares about what's going on with them more than you would ever care about what's going on with them so we know that it's his will that they be healed that they're able to walk out of this this tough time uh, with grace and to learn whatever it is they need to learn from it but to also be strengthened during this particular time we know that's God's will so you just need to take time to pray to God and ask God, okay, God, how do you want me to be of service? Do you even want to use me, you know, to speak to my wife or to speak to my husband? How do you want me to be used in this case and give me the discernment to know, you know, how you want me to use, how you want to use me and what I can do to help my, my spouse go through this difficult time at this particular point. So that was the first type of prayer we spoke about. Uh, the second um, part that we spoke about um, would have been legitimately, I phrased it, going to war for your spouse. And that's what I'm talking about when you pray for them. So at this particular point, now that you've kind of prayed for discernment for yourself of how God wants you to, to address the situation, now it's time to really ask God, send the angels around my spouse. You know, build them up, comfort them like only like only you can comfort them, Lord God, and be with them during this time. And ask God to help plead the blood of Jesus, speak life over your spouse, and just plead the blood of Jesus over them to where God now steps in and now you're asking God to cover your spouse in this particular point. So just two different kinds of methods to praying, but I think both of them are very important. Because obviously you want to pray for your spouse. I think the one that kind of gets Lost is probably the first kind when yeah. you have to pray for yourself because you may be thinking, why am I praying for myself? But again, we already explained that you're praying so God will use you in the way that he wants to use you to help your spouse. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. very good. Very good. I think uh, one of the other things that you wrote about was uh, listen, listening. Mm. And I feel like that's a very big one because very important, like prayer absolutely number one first thing that you should do yeah. in any situation like this but for me i you know i had a very different relationship with my dad yeah so i needed you to listen to what i was feeling mm -hmm. as i was working out everything in my mind absolutely i i you know, because you go they everybody talks about the different stages of grief and things of that nature. It's a very, very real thing. Um, and I went through those different stages and it was important that you listen to what I had to say, that right. you weren't imposing your thoughts and opinions over, you know, what I was feeling at that time. It was yeah. very, very important to me. So I think that listening is the other thing that that you should be doing when it comes to helping your spouse and heartbreak. 
Absolutely. In the article, I think you, you kind of harped on it a little bit earlier when you, when you said I need to kind of listen to you and let you kind of work through what you're, what you're dealing with and what you're feeling. And that's what I put in the article is to ask your spouse questions, you know, just what did, ask them, what do you need? You know, what do you need from me? Uh, how can I help you during this particular time? What are you feeling? And just ask these questions and allow your spouse to maybe it may help them as well to work out what they're feeling. Because sometimes when loss happens or not even just the loss of a family member, it could be anything that's going on that's just hurtful to you. When you're working through these things, sometimes you're confused. You're not even sure how you feel. You just know that you're angry or that you're sad or you feel all these emotions. And sometimes if you ask these questions that um, God may give you to ask, if you do the first step in praying for discernment, then God will give you the questions to ask your spouse to kind of help them work through it. Because again, it's God's will that they be healed from whatever the circumstance is. And not only that, but I think if we're mirroring, mirroring ourselves after God, I think God is probably one of the best listeners in the world, obviously, because we're praying to him all the time. So he he's is. always listening to us. Yeah. So I think sometimes it's good for us to ask those questions and then just allow your spouse to speak. So ask the questions, but then shut up Then be quiet and give your spouse the floor. And even if that floor takes them an hour to get through all these emotions and all these thoughts that are coming through, help them to do that. Cause a lot of times that's what's probably needed. And maybe in, in therapy sessions or something like that, I'm not a therapist, but I feel like they give the, the patient the floor to be able to spill whatever's going on with them in a healthy way. So allow your spouse to vent even, you know, to say the things to you that they may not want to say to other people because this is a safe environment for them to do that in, for them to just let them know. So if they're angry about something, they can they can say their anger in a way where you're not going to judge them after they've said their piece, you know, or whatever the case may be. Or you won't judge them for being vulnerable, for shedding tears or for crying and things of this nature. So I'll, let's sit and listen to them and allow them to work it out with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, well, the next thing, uh, one of the other things that I really um, enjoyed about this piece is that you talked about uh, encouragement, mm-hmm. um, which I also think is very important. Do you want to speak to that? Of course, of course. So... When I was writing this one, for me, honestly, this one was a little bit difficult because I believe, at least knowing you and our relationship, I know sometimes when you're dealing with things, and some people may be similar, but you may need to sit in it for a minute and and just feel how you feel. So if you feel sad, then I just want to feel sad right now. If I'm angry, then I just need to be angry right now. And I think that's totally fine, healthy, and okay. Can I, can I interject Please. really quick? I just want to say something because he said something that I've told him that is absolutely true for me. And it's understandable when other people do it. But I just want to make sure that I make this clear. I do for me processing when I am going through something, I do need to sit in it. But I need you guys to know and hear me when I say this. I always put a time limit on it. I don't sit in it for like days and weeks or anything like that. I allow myself to go through the process of heartbreak and it's grieving whatever the situation is i go through that process i put a time on it i am not sitting there all depressed um for long periods of time if i can help it that's not what i'm trying to do 
Mm-hmm. So I just want to I just wanted to say that. Absolutely. And that's what I was saying, because at that particular time, your spouse may not want to hear anything encouraging. Like so when something is fresh on your mind and you're fresh with these emotions, you don't need me to be like, baby, it's OK. Right now, you're not feeling that it's OK. And right now you need to feel what you feel. But once some time has passed, then I need to be able to come back to you and encourage you. I need to be able to speak life to you. I need to be able to speak God's word over you as well to let you know that it's going to be OK. Let you know that if you still have breath, then we're going to make it through this situation. Um, you know, and just speak, you know, scriptures over you, like Psalms 139, 14, you know, that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. You know, things of that nature. And remind you of the the promises in Deuteronomy 28, that you're the head, not the tail. You're above only and not beneath. The lenders of many nations are not the borrower. And things of that nature. And really just speak God's word over you because God's word will speak to your situation. And that should be encouraging to you. God's word is encouraging as well. It builds your faith. It builds your courage back up as well. It's a it's a well that you can drink from at all times to fulfill the needs that you can have when you're going through times of despair and anger and things of that nature. And I need to be a source to remind you of God's word, to remind you of how he truly sees you. And how he not only does how he sees you, but how he sees the situation that there's no problem too big for him to solve. There's no nothing that's going on in your life right now that's too big for him to handle. He can handle it all and to remind you of that, to build up your encouragement to say, okay, although this time is not something that I'm enjoying, I have full confidence in God and trust in God that he's going to bring me through this situation. And that it's going to work out together for the good of those who love him, like his word says, because that's a promise in his word. Yes. Um, so that that's really important to encourage. What I hear and what I guess I want to point out yeah. is that all of these are not, you, the, the things that we're giving you, the main points that we're giving you. This is not something you're going to do all in one day. Yeah. These are different steps oh, and different yeah. stages. So it's just kind of like, you know, you're gauging where you are mm-hmm. and um I guess one of the things is like when you are when we're talking about heartbreak, it's not specific to loss of a family member, loss of a loved one or anything Mm -hmm. like that. This is like different things. So like if you, you know, if you're trying to have a baby and Mm -hmm. you're not having that happen, like honestly, that's a situation that you know, me and my husband are going right now, we're trying to have a baby. And I can be honest with you guys, it's heartbreaking every month mm-hmm. finding out that I'm not caring, I'm not pregnant. That That is a heartbreaking situation. And it's something that, so, so when he's talking about these things that he's yeah. doing and he's had to do, he's not, you know, just talking about from his mom's passing, yeah, which was eight years ago. Mm-hmm. I want to say, yep. He's not talking right. about my. He's not necessarily talking about the passing of my father, mm-hmm. which was two years. Mm-hmm. Although they apply, yes. absolutely. But we wrote this honestly, mm-hmm. or you know, within mind of our current situation absolutely. of trying to have another child mm-hmm. and dealing with the heartbreak of not being pregnant. Yeah. So this it's not just specific to the death of a loved one. That's what I wanted to say. Absolutely. And so that brings us to one of the last points that we have Mm -hmm. is comforting your spouse. Um, And I can honestly say um, 
this is a tricky one I will say for my husband because I don't like to be comforted (laughs) (laughs) Um, too much like like I don't like to be comforted too much um, and it's just something that I have to get used to I do need it Mm -hmm. but I don't always enjoy it Um, and that's because per what we said before I like to sit in it for a little bit and so when I'm sitting in it there's no comforting me right then. That's me processing. Right. And once I come out of it and you build me back up with that encouragement, the Lord has given me strength, mm-hmm. then you are comforting me. And Absolutely. so there are all different types of ways that, you know, you can comfort your spouse throughout heartbreak, but talk about how yeah. you comfort. Yeah. I mean, I think you also kind of hinted at a small point that maybe go back to um, love languages, which we spoke about a while ago in another podcast. And if you don't know about your love language, you should definitely figure out what your love (laughs) languages are. Yeah. Uh, It's really good stuff. Yeah. But one of my love languages is physical touch as well. And so so this last one about comfort may be more so for me when my wife has to comfort me during hard times. I may need a hug. <laughs> yeah. I may need to be held. I may need to be able to lay my head in her lap or something of that nature and just let her lay my head on her shoulder and just have her tell me that it's going to be okay. Um, you know, or, or maybe if for her, the times where, you know, I'm able to comfort her, maybe she needs a good cry. And I think we all can can hopefully most of us can agree that sometimes after a, a good cry we feel better because we released mm-hmm. all that stress and that tension that's built up from whatever we're dealing with i do remember and since we've been talking about the loss of uh, my mother i had cried so much when my mother passed away that you know i felt peace after a while and after i had cried all i could cry you know i was able to make it through the funeral without shedding any tears but i wouldn't have been able to do that if i would have held it all in um, but she allowed me to have a safe spot to where I could release that and just be in despair and sit in it when I need to sit in it. Um, but also be encouraged that we'd make it through those times as well. So just the comfort of holding your spouse. Yeah. You know, obviously non-sexual guys, but holding your spouse yeah. or letting them, you know, lay their head on your shoulder or anything that you can do that would comfort them to release those good endorphins that that happens from you know just skin to skin and touch i guess mothers you may know about that when it comes to soothing a baby i think some of us still have that gene in us where we sometimes just need to be warm and need to be held tight in a sense to where you think and you have that security where you just feel comforted and you know that everything is going to be okay and i think that's something that god does for us as well i think we may not be able to feel it physically but i think emotionally and spiritually god holds us in a way that we can't even really explain when times like that happen he's always with us and crying is not a bad thing because we know jesus wept you know when um, lazarus passed but he wept because of the um despair that that mary and martha had from losing their brother but it wasn't because he knew that that he knew Lazarus would come back, but he wept because of how they felt. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I'm sorry, you go. No, I was just trying to <clears throat> piggyback off of what you were saying about that. Um, so, yeah, like as far as comfort, because he explained how he wrote that with his comfort uh, or his maybe mm-hmm. his idea of comfort for himself and mine. And for me, um, I, I don't I don't know if i'm more of a hold me type of person yeah if i am 
it's in complete silence. Like, I don't want mm. you to hold me and talk to me. I just want to be held. <laughs> you just want my hand on your head or something. Yeah, maybe. I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want that to be like the, the, the thing that starts and then you just start talking and stuff like that. I'm also <laughs> like one of those in the silent moments, I yeah. am being comforted type of person. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's something that we should all keep in mind what other people would view as comfort. And if you don't know that about your spouse, maybe this could like, cause we fully recognize that you may not have dealt with um, heartbreak yet. You might be a newlywed and mm -hmm. you haven't gone through any heartbreak yet in your in your marriage. And so you're like, well, I don't know if I would. You will need to know how to handle it. Yes. So maybe talk to your spouse now if you don't already know, like what comforts you, yeah. what encourages you. Absolutely. You know, that's, good to know. You, that's something that you should know. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's what I think we wanted to share. Of course, if you want to get the full yeah <laughs> um, the full idea of what we wrote with this article i encourage you to go to our website which is head and heart 1313.com you want to read that you want to go in and check out all of the articles that we hear if you are looking for prayers to pray over your spouse because we're talking about prayers yeah. we have them on our website you do you want to go check that out you want to take a look at them these, like I said, I think in one of the podcasts, these are not prayers that we just wrote up. These are prayers that we pray for mm -hmm. each other. Absolutely. So we fully believe in the power of prayer. It is something we believe in in our household, you know, Absolutely. very strongly. And so we just encourage you to take a look at that, but also to go take a look at that article because you will get so probably a lot much more from that article because yeah. there were some things we didn't share. Did That's, you have anything else you wanted to I mean, say? I think we all know that there's tough times and heartbreak and things of that nature are going to come. It's an, inevitable, unfortunately, here. Yeah. But the, the key thing is, is that we want to pray to God and allow him to handle the situation because he's built to handle it. We're supposed to cast all our cares upon him. And just ask him how and how he wants to use us and how we can be used in the situation. Just give God full range to intervene and to be with you in all aspects of your life, especially times of, of hard times and despair as well. Yeah. And he will walk you through it with you guys. He's walking with you. He is your father. He is sad and his heartbreak. It hurts for you when your heart is broken because he's your father as a good father would be. So just know you can trust that it is his will that you come out of this stronger than you were when you went into it. So just want to encourage you guys with that. Yeah. Very mm -hmm. good. Well, thanks guys for tuning in. Absolutely. Um, it was a great behind the pen mm -hmm. podcast. Um, I love doing this with the love of my life. Yes, ma'am. So, um, guys, we will talk to you next time and have a great day. Have a great one, guys. Bye. See you next time. Bye.